0: Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming with us. The last sermon on God is good. And the topic of the sermon is rest and peace are good. Rest and peace are good. Look at Genesis chapter 49 verse 15. This is a prophecy of Jacob to Issachar, one of his sons. He said, he saw that rest was good and that the land was pleasant. The Bible say, rest is good. There is a connection between good and rest. Rest is good. I believe totally that rest is of God. Because God is good. God wants his people to learn how to rest in their soul, in their physical body. To rejuvenate, to be refreshed, and to be able to go on again. What if we are living in turmoil? What if... We are in distress all the time. What happened to many people today in our society? They are living in a chronically fatigued condition. People work so hard to make money. People have to go to work early in the morning, come home late, work overtime. They lose sleep. They're so busy, tired, exhausted, fatigued, and they're worn out. They complain that I'm worn out. I don't have energy. They don't have enough time to rest. And that is the condition of our society today. And some Christians even say the time is short. Therefore, we should work for the Lord day and night. In fact, working for the Lord is not the same as being fatigued and exhausted all the time. We need to learn how to be balanced, working for the Lord, and we learn how to rest in the Lord as well. A lot of Christians try to go ahead of God and forget that God is sitting on the throne and he has grace. We do the best we can in our time. We do the best what we know how to do it. Like me, I know how to preach. I don't know how to do administration. So I do the best in preaching, but the rest God will take care. We need to learn how to draw the strength and the grace of God. And we know that we cannot be jack off our traits. We cannot do everything. Because if we try to stretch our life to do everything, we're going to be exhausted and tired and depressed, and we will not live a long life. God is good, and he wants us to live in peace and in rest. Jeremiah 6, verse 16, the Bible says, Thus say the Lord, stand in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths, where the good way is, and walk in it. Then you will find rest for your souls. But they say we will not walk in it. People reject the way of God. When we meet God, we find the way of God, the things of God, which are good. God things are good things. God's way are good ways. When we find the good things of God and we walk in the way of God, how do we know the good things of God or the way of God? By knowing the Bible. By being led by the Spirit. When we walk in God's way, which is a good way, we can rest in our soul. We become brighter and brighter. We become relaxing. We can live a long life to serve Him. But if we try to walk in human way, we do our own ways. We're going to be fatigued, tired, depressed, frustrated. We should find the way of God. Walk in the good way of God. And then we're going to be brighter. The peace will become stronger. And we can rest in our soul. Amen. So we need to find the way of God. And walk in that way. Because in God's way, you will find rest in your soul. Many believers are so worried, so frustrated. Why? Because... There are a few reasons that so many believers are so tired and worried and depressed. Look at Luke chapter 22, verse 45. One of the reasons people are so exhausted and worn out. Luke twenty-two, forty-five. 45. Jesus encouraged the disciple to stay awake and pray. But what happened? When he rose up from prayer and had come to his disciples, he found them sleeping from sorrow. The disciples were worn out by grief. They were exhausted from sorrow. King David said in Psalm chapter 6, verse 6, I am worn out from groaning all night long. I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. The Bible tried to show us that grief and sorrow will wear you out. It causes you to be fatigued because it takes the energy out of you. Sorrow and grief are not good for people. I don't care how strong your body is. I don't care how big the muscle is. If you live in sorrow and grief, eventually it's going to kill you. Uh, It's going to destroy your life. You're going to be sick. You're going to have high blood pressure. Problem after problems. The Bible says clearly that worldly sorrow will bring death. 2 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 10. For godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation not to be regretted, but the sorrow of the world produces death. So many Christians are grieved and sorrowful over so many unnecessary things, unreasonable things. This sorrow about the things that happen to them about the past. Worry about what's going to happen to the economy tomorrow. This is full of worry and sorrow all the time. And some of them act very spiritually. They say, you know, I worry, I'm sorrowful. I'm going to pray. But why they're praying, to they pray and keep crying, crying in sorrow. Sorrowful prayer is a weak prayer. Because it's not a prayer of faith. It's a prayer of doubt. Because you don't trust God. That's why you are so sorrowful and you're so grieving. But if you have faith, you can laugh. You can have smiling and you can pray with a big smile on your face because God's still sitting on the throne. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10, the Bible says, Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. If you want to get the job done, if you want to get your ministry done, you need to have strength. And how can you have strength? You need to have the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord give us strength. You need more joy, 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 joy. You need to make a decision to be joyful. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit and have the joy of the Holy Spirit. Don't have a, we call deceptive spiritual life, saying, Pastor, I'm so spiritual, I'm going to cry all the time. I'm going to be sorrowful all the time because I'm so concerned about what happened in the church, what happened to this country. Do you think that God sits on the throne crying, weeping all the time? Do you think that Jesus, when he was walking on earth 2,000 years ago, he walking around crying and looks sad all the time? Does God knows all the problem on earth? Yes, he see. he recognizes, he notices and he sees every problem that happened on earth. But he will not let those problems make him sad and depressed. He still laugh on the throne. He is still a big God. And when he see the problem, he say, piece of cake. All things are possible with God. When he see the problem, he just say, ha, 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 ho, 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 piece of cake. He can correct the problem by saying one word. Our God is not a depressed God. Our God is not a sad God. He is a joyful God. That's why so, so much strength in him. He never become weak. He never slumber. That's what the Bible say. Some of you may have lost your loved ones. I lost my mom a few years ago. And I have to admit that I was grieving and crying for a period of time. But if your loved ones who pass away are Christians, you don't need to be sorry for them. Because they are in a better place. They are in heaven. You may miss them and you may cry for a while. You may weep for a while. But you should not let grief and sorrow continue for months and months and years and years. Because if you do that, you are destroying yourself. You are putting pressure on your own soul. You cannot sleep. You are grieving. And you are sad all the time. If you trust in God, you believe that heaven is real. You believe that salvation is real. That is is just a changing the place from the earth to heaven. And one day we're all going to go out of this world one way or the other. And we're going to go out of this world. We're going to meet our loved one up there. And we're going to celebrate together and worship God together up there. Why we are so grieving for a long time. Because we're going to live together in heaven with our Christian loved one for eternity. Christians who have faith in heaven. Have faith in the salvation of God will not lose hope like those who don't know God. We can stand in front of a graveyard and say, oh, death, where is your victory? You don't scare me. You don't shake me. You don't move me, death. Nobody can keep me in this box forever because my spirit is going to be in heaven, and one day I'm going to come back to pick it up because God is going to give me a new body, resurrected body, So no one can keep my body in the box too long. I'm going to come back to pick it up one day. Oh, death, I'm not afraid of you because I'm going to be in heaven forever. As Christians, we should not be sorrowful regarding death because we know that we're going to be in the better place. So many people are incapacitated and cannot function for many, many months, could not go to work for three months, could not fellowship, could not go to church. Because they lost somebody in their home. They just live in grief and sorrowful. When they put their head on the bed, they keep thinking about their loss, their loss. They lose their sleep. They cannot rest at night. And that is not very healthy. And many Christians give the place in their heart which should be given to God. That place in their heart they give to their dog, their cat and human being. And they will say like this, I cannot live without my dog. If my dog dies today, I cannot live. If my golden fish die today, I cannot live. If my dad dies today, I will lose everything. That is not true. God should be in your heart. And in him, you can be perfect and strong. I don't mean that you will not grieve and cry for a period of time after your dog dies. After your cat dies. You can be grieving for a while. But your life should not depend on dogs and cats and human beings. Your life is in God. God never dies. God is alive. God is eternal. And you don't have to worry about tomorrow. Because God is in you. Amen. Moses turned 120 years old. And one day he died. And there was the most sorrowful, grieving days of the children of Israel at that generation. Moses did everything for them. Moses parted the Red Sea for them. prayed, interceded for them. Moses did so many things for these people. And they were so sorrowful to lose their marvelous leadership. And the book of Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 8 says, And the children of Israel wept for Moses. In the plains of Moab. 30 days. Everyone say 30 days. So the days of weeping and mourning for Moses ended. It's interesting. God allowed them to mourn and weep for only 30 days. And have to end. Move on with your life please. Don't stay there anymore. Don't stay in the past anymore. And then he picked up a new leadership named Joshua. Joshua chapter 1 verse 2. Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. You can see that how God dealt with God's people in that generation. He said, okay, you can cry, you can weep for 30 days, and then you have to stop. And now is the time to rise up, cross the Jordan, and take the promised land. You have the future in front of you. Don't live in the past anymore. Don't keep being grieving and being sorrowful and depressed and worried and frustrated and keep being unrestful all the days of your life. You need to move on and fill your life with the joy of the Lord. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 12, the sleep of a laborer is sweet, whether he eats little or much. But the abundance of a rich man permits him no sleep. Many people in the world right now suffer from a condition called insomnia. Insomnia is a medical terminology, means cannot sleep at night. Majority of my patients that walk in will take Ambien, Trazodone, Prozac. More than 80% of them have depression and insomnia. And this is a real condition in America right now. But God said that he can heal us from insomnia, from lack of sleep, from inability to sleep. If you're willing to make some adjustments and changes in your life and receive the healing power of God, you can sleep like a baby every night. When your head hits the pillow, you just grow, grow. You just sleep like a sweet baby every night. Do you know that lack of sleep causes many problems on your life? Lack of sleep causes problems on your physical body, on your mental capacity, stability. People who lack sleep are very chittery and very short-tempered. That's why people treat sleep apnea with the machine. Because people with sleep apnea are very short-tempered. They lack sleep. They don't have the REM sleeping at night. The full sleep at night. Lack of sleep will cause also changes and damage to the immune system. Therefore, rest and sleep is good. We need to rest. We need to sleep well at night. Don't give excuses to say that, you know, I'm a good Christian. It's okay for me to sleep two hours a night. No, it's not okay. You need to have a full sleep at night. If you want to live a long life and you want to be healthy. And somebody have difficulty sleeping because they sit in front of a computer all day. Or they sit on the couch watching TV all day. You need to do some exercise. You need to walk. Exercise. So that at night you can sleep. If you don't exercise, you're going to have a hard time sleeping at night. Please exercise every day. Please get going. Doing some walking and exercise so that you can sleep. Why is this rich man in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 12, unable to sleep at night? I want to tell you because he is worried about his money, about his investment. He trusts in his money more than God. He's walking in unbelief. He's worried who's going to rip me off? What's going to happen to the stock market? What's going to happen to my investment? What's going to happen to me tomorrow about my income? They worry and worry. This rich man worry and worry and could not sleep at night. Am I going to make a wrong decision to buy the stock or sell the stock? Should I buy stock tomorrow? Should I wait until three days later? They keep thinking and thinking about money and about investment. And that's why he could not sleep at night. The Bible says that don't worry. Don't be depressed. But cast all of your cares upon the Lord. And please sleep well. Cast all of your cares upon the Lord. This is a problem with many human beings on earth. Especially smart people. Smart people always try to figure things out in their own brain. What can I do? What should I do? They keep figuring things out. Figure everything out. Let's look at what the Bible says about this issue. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verses 14 to 17. There is a vanity which occurs on earth. That there are just men to whom it happens according to the work of the wicked. Again, there are wicked men to whom it happens according to the work of the righteous. In other words, it's vanity because even though you are righteous people, but you face the problem that the wicked men do on earth. So you have to face the problem as well. I said that this is also vanity. So I commended enjoyment, because a man has nothing better under the sun than to eat, drink and be merry for this will remain with him in his labor all the days of his life, which God gave him under the sun, don't be too depressed, don't be too negative on earth here, enjoy life that's what the Bible says, just enjoy life, okay, when I apply my heart to know wisdom and to see the business that is done on earth Even though one sees no sleep day and night, one keeps waking up all night to figure things out in his brain. Then I saw all the work of God, that a man cannot find out the work that is done under the sun. For though a man labors to discover it, yet he will not find it. Moreover, though a wise man attempts to know it, he will not be able to find it. In conclusion, what do these scriptures mean? It means you will not be able to figure everything out yourself with your own little brain in your scalp. You will not find every answer. You will never be able to know everything. If you try to figure everything out, you're going to lie in bed, keep your eyes open, restless, worry, fret, Depressed and you get sick because you try to figure everything out. It can hurt yourself. What should we do? Instead of thinking, instead of figuring things out, we should pray. We should pray. And some of you may say, Pastor, I don't know what to pray. Oh, easy. You can pray in the spirit, you can pray in tongues. That's why it's good that you receive. The baptism with the Holy Spirit and pray in tongues. Because when you pray in tongues, you pray the mysteries of God. You pray the perfect will of God. Amen? Thank God for praying in the Spirit. You don't know what to pray, but you can pray in tongues. Isaiah 28 verse 12. To whom he said, This is the rest with which you may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing Yet they would not hear. God say, I want you to rest. I want you to be refreshed. I don't want you to worry too much. I don't want you to be worn out. I don't want you to be anxious and frustrated and in turmoil and in depression and distress all the time. Just rest, just leave and leave it to me. I take care of it. Let's just pray in tongue and let God take care. Cast out of your worry upon the Lord. So from now on, if you don't know what to do, I recommend you pray in tongue. Keep praying in tongue until you get the release in your spirit. Sometimes you can laugh in the Holy Ghost. When you get release in the spirit, you're going to feel better. You're going to feel brighter. Your brain may not know the answer, but your spirit get the answer from God. And you can wake up early in the morning and you say, oh, I am in faith right now. God is going to take care of this problem. I pray in tongue. God going to take care of this problem for me. I will see the problem. I will see the solution. God going to show me in my spirit, not in my brain, the solution from God. I want to tell you one fact. A lot of answer is not in your head. A lot of answer is not in your brain. Because your brain is so limited. The answer is in here. And who is in here? The greater one. The ones, the one who knows everything. He is on the inside of you. The almighty God, the Holy Spirit live on the inside of you. And if you learn how to connect to him on the inside here, the greater one who is in the inside you can reveal the truth, the will of God, the plan of God, the solution, the answer in your spirit, not in your brain. So don't try to use your brain to figure things out. Because if you do that, you're going to lose sleep, you're going to get worried, and you will not be able to rest. Learn how to hook up to the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. From now on, I'm going to read many scriptures. And you can write it down. These scriptures are medicine for insomnia. Okay? If you have problem with insomnia, you read it before you go to bed. You read it to your kids when they wake up in the middle of the night. Definitely. Before you go to bed, you should turn off the heavy metal rock music. Before you go to bed, you should turn off the computer. Because otherwise you're going to hear, ping the email come in. And then ping the email come in. And you are tempted to go and check the email. The email can wait for you tomorrow. You can check email later on, turn off your computer, turn off the heavy rock music and go to bed. And read this scripture if you cannot go to bed at night. If you have problem sleeping at night, this is the medicine. Listen, Psalm 3, 4 to 6. I'm almost finished my sermon. I'm going to read the scripture regarding sleeping or rest. I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I awoke, and for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of 10,000 of people who have set themselves against me all around. King David say that he can lie down, he can sleep at night because the Lord sustained him. The English version say, I lie down and sleep and all night long, everyone say all night long. All the night long. Lord protects me. So you can sleep well and don't worry. The Lord will take care. The Lord never sleeps. While you're sleeping, the Lord will protect you. The Lord will take care of you. The Lord will provide for you. Before you go to sleep, you may worry that tomorrow you're going to have a customer or not. You just cast that anxiety upon him. Pray in tongue a little bit before you go to bed. Lay your head down on the pillow, sleep, and you know tomorrow God is going to give you a customer. He would take care, he would call somebody, he would send the angel to send somebody to you to be your customer. He will take care of you. He would protect you. Amen? Psalm 4, 8. I will both lie down in peace and sleep. For you alone, O God, make me dwell in safety. The English version says, When I lie down, I go to sleep in peace. You alone, O oh Lord, keep me perfectly safe. Can we lie down in peace and sleep? Yes. Because we walk by faith. We trust God that God will take care of our business, our family. He will protect us. Psalm 121 verses 2 to 5. My help comes from the Lord who make heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber god will never slumber behold he who keeps israel shall neither slumber nor sleep the lord is your keeper the lord is your shade at your right hand while you're sleeping god will work things out for you for the next day don't have to worry about it amen god is your sustainer god is your provider God going to take care of you. Don't lose sleep. Rest in peace. Don't be sorrowful. Don't be anxious about tomorrow. Give it to the Lord. Psalm 127 verses 1 to 2. Two more passages. Unless the Lord builds the house, the labor in vain who built it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is in vain for you to rise up early to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he give his beloved sleep. Everyone say, "I am the beloved. Am the God love me. God going to give me good sleep. Good rest in the nighttime. All night long, I will rest in peace. Amen. You don't have to wake up in the middle of the night. I have a few patients. I feel really sorry for them. I was thinking that you come to church and have some kind of cast out demons. I'm serious. Some of my patients have not slept for 10 years. They look so exhausted. Could not smile, cannot put makeup on. And some men too. I feel really sorry for them. They wake up in the middle of the night, wake up at 2 a.m., wake up at 3 a.m., and could not sleep at night. I feel really bad for them. These people need Jesus. They need the presence of God. They need to know the scripture. Amen? This is real. I mean, a lot of people out there really suffer from insomnia. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 21 to 24. My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep, Sound wisdom and discretion. So there will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. Then you will walk solely in your way and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. Wow. You can see that God's will for all of us is to rest, to be peaceful, Not to worry, to be frustrated, to be in turmoil, to be in distress, to be depressed, to be sorrowful, to worry about things, to figure things out ourselves, try to think too much, to think about the old old stuff that we carry every year. Just give it to the Lord and just go to bed and sleep and cast all your care upon the Lord and the Lord will take care of you. Amen. Everyone say, God love me. God wants to keep me sweet sleep. I will not worry. I will not be anxious. I cast all my cares upon the Lord. I will not sorrow. I will not be grieving. I trust in the Lord. He will take care of me. Amen. Everyone say, "I'm going sleep well every night. I will rest well, have a long life, good health. Rest is good. God is good. And He's good to me. I will rest well from now on, every single night, all night long. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 How many people believe that this will happen to you? (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Is there anyone in this room that don't know Jesus Christ and you are not a believer yet? I would like to give you the opportunity to give your life, your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is the son of the living God. And he said that the devil comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy, but he comes to give you life and give it more abundantly. You may think that you are a Christian, but if you never have relationship with Jesus Christ, you need to start over now. Start to have relationship with Jesus. Go to church, read the Bible, pray to him, trust him, walk by faith, and God is going to give you abundant life. If you want to do that, Would you like to pray with me? Amen? How many people say, I want to follow Jesus? Raise your hand up. I want to follow Jesus. Hallelujah. Pray with me. Father in heaven, I believe, Lord, that you love me so much. Jesus loves me. He died for me. Today, I invite Jesus To sit on the throne of my life. He is my God. My Savior. He gives me peace. He gives me rest. Good things. He's a good God. He forgives my sin. He heals all of my sickness. He's wonderful to me. Lord Jesus. From now on. I will read the Bible. I will go to church. I will serve you. Trust you. I will not worry. I give all of my cares to you. You will take care of me. You will strengthen me. You will give me the joy of the Holy Spirit so that I will be strong, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Today i like to pray for people who feel depressed, who feel worried, and I pray that God will give you the joy of the Lord. Amen. If you are not here to be prayed for, please be quiet in this room because we want to give honor to the Holy Spirit. Or if you want to talk, you can talk outside the door. But don't talk in here too loud because I want to have time for the Holy Spirit to minister to people. If you feel that you are depressed lately, you're so worried, you need the joy of the Lord. Just come out here. I will pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Ask God to give the, you the joy of the Lord. Ask the Lord to give you the joy of the Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is not of eating or drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy of the Holy Ghost. If the Holy Ghost stir you up on the inside of you, go ahead and laugh. Don't hold back. Don't push the laughter down. Just go ahead and laugh. Throw in the Spirit of God. Go ahead and laugh. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ask God. Ask God to give you the joy of the Lord. Yes, Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Keep asking. Ask Him. (laughs) thank you Lord thank you Jesus thank you Lord Jesus receive by faith receive by faith get hungry get desperate yield to the Lord the Lord work with the hunger people who are thirsty and hungry for the things of God the Lord will touch you and do the work in your life Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) the joy of the Lord the joy of the Lord the joy of the Lord (laughs) yes Lord touch your people touch your people Lord yes Lord (laughs) <laughs> thank you Jesus thank you Lord Jesus <laughs> thank you Lord <laughs> we trust that this message is ministered to you